0: i got it hey everyone uh hold on i just got to find it there we go we are the tribe from the north we're brave and we're bold defeating our rivals
1: never gets old making our way to the big sky conference watch out because here comes the silver and gold
2: whoa the club for the Vandals of Idaho.
1: Welcome back, Tribe, from the North Brave and Bold, to the official, unofficial podcast of your Idaho Vandals and your Vandal affiliate on the Big Sky Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chris Hammond, and joining me today, we have Alex the Bo Guys. Also running the show from, like, straight up and center, Dallas Amber.
0: Hey, guys. How's it going? Good,
1: good. And then actually, kind of playing producer today, we have the professor Brian Marcelo. Coming to you from office hours. How the heck are you, Brian?
3: Well, now that I get to be our worst producer. I am doing great, guys. Uh, <laughs> Did you also, hear
1: about West Virginia?
3: Oh yeah, West Virginia. We lost it. Well, that's guy. why we're all here, right? That I don't <laughs> that's what you guys got in the trailer for. If you listeners can't see this, watchers can. Uh Chris, Alex, and Dallas, they got together in Moscow in a trailer the boatman's are renting, correct, Alex? No,
2: we own it. This is they're here every
3: game. Every, every game. game. Oh, I apologize. I, 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 I'll, I'll aspers- hey, let me take that aspersion back. You guys are owners, <laughs> not renters. But you guys got <laughs> together to talk West Virginia
1: football, right? That's why you came. Hey, hey, yeah,
3: cheers,
2: yeah. cheers, beers, and mountaineers, you know? Cheers, beers, and mountaineers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, that's Troy right. Brown, the saver of Vandal football. Yeah, Neil Brown. That's, <laughs> Neil, <laughs> uh, Brown. Yeah, yeah, Neil Brown. Troy Brown. Close, hey, right. he close to, enough. He goes yeah, right. to Troy. All right, he gets, he gets, he gets thrown and in. There's your daily mountaineer talk, folks. There's our daily mountaineer talk. Oh, yeah. So, as you can tell, we're here from the Boatman residents. So, thank you to the Boatmans for letting us take over their RV and. We told them to stay out, goddammit, and it looks like they're going to. I'm just kidding. Uh, but let's get into this. Um, we have no outline or anything. So uh, the game, 42-35, Vandals. Who, who likes taking knees? I don't like taking knees. Why would you take a knee when winners you got take the lead? Knees.
0: Winners take knees.
2: <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> Good teams. Take knees, great teams, go for it. Hey, guess what? When you watch the Vandals play football, you're going to need all 60 minutes, all right? Don't, don't be thinking this is a 35-minute endeavor. This is a 60-minute game. We make sure we use every second of it. Which yeah. leads to this first question for the outline, guys. Uh, do we want to talk about both halves
3: separately? Because I feel like I watched a top in the FCS team for 30 minutes, and I felt like I watched a uh, floundering D2 team that held on in the second half. Uh, we want to split it up in two.
1: I think we probably should.
2: We could, uh, could, but then also take a thirty thousand foot view. I've I've heard this game is a game of two halves.
3: Oh no, table two halves, yeah. It is. I just so to for listeners, if you missed it at all, just to keep it close, um, Idaho in the first half looked like one of the best teams in the Big Sky, absolutely stomped um, Portland State. Top five,
2: Portland State.
3: Yeah, top stop, top five, Portland State. We're up. It was uh, twenty-eight-seven at halftime, right, Boatman?
2: Yeah, no, 35-14 at halftime. 35-14, my got bad a little weird. It got a little weird there in the first half. It and that actually probably thing. changed the whole game. Yeah. Actually. But also, so anyway.
3: just as a, a quick stat setting for us before we comment, guys, uh, we're up 35-14 at halftime. We're averaging 9.7 yards per rush in the first half, 20 yards per reception in the first half. We're beating Portland State by 21 points, and they have more than twice as many first downs in the first half because Idaho was ripping off – Huge play, having no trouble scoring through both through the air and on the ground. So, I guess for the take it away as the first uh, tap, Chris, essentially, what what the, what the hell is this
1: Idaho team we saw to start with? Uh, well, we saw a team that knew what they were doing. We saw a two quarterback system surprisingly work. I still don't know how, how that happens. I guess the second half is a better example if it doesn't actually work. Uh, I mean, you saw guys like Elijah Cummings. I mean, he dropped a wide open wheel route. I mean, this could have been uglier, right? Like, well, we still were, scored like six trainer. Exactly, right but, but we were we were all all cylinders hitting every single play. Borish yeah. every time he didn't hand off, had yards, and that kind of spaded in the second half. But I mean, that first half, you're like going, like, oh, am I gonna have to come on the show and apologize to Paul Petrino? Uh, <laughs> the second half, maybe not. Oh. Uh, but hey, uh, it's good news. Uh, for those of the people that didn't know, um, uh, oh, Davis Alexander is added to the group of hating Chris Hammond of Big Sky quarterbacks. So I gotta shut the F up from Davis Alexander for telling his offensive alignment I need to block better for him. I, I tried to tell him, I'm, I'm just looking out for you, bro. I
0: mean, that might have been the facts. Um, yeah.
2: I, I'm gonna start off with, we let Borish throw. We did. Hey! Is that the first half? That was in the first half. Wow. I mean, I mean, we saw we saw Zach Borish to Dalton Cash, which like quick shout out to both of those two. So those two are actually uh, roommates, uh, best friends. They've lived together for like five, four years. Ride mopeds together? Yeah, they do ride mopeds together. Um, they both kind of also had a really interesting journey as Vanderbilt football players. They've played like each like four positions, and to see them both stick it out is fantastic. So I mean. I was happy to see Zach throw a touchdown that first half. Yeah, I think I think I, I had said this, this last week that we actually do have the talent to compete with any team in the big sky, and I think we showed that. We showed our talent off, um, and I guess we'll get to the second half. But, I mean, I'm not surprised that it happened just because, like, I've been a part of games like that multiple times under Petrino. We, like, we rarely blow anyone out. That's just the way it happens. I just get concerned. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, it just happens. So um, – Overall, like I think the first half is actually more indicative of who this team is and where they can go this year. So I'm, that's, that's what I'm kind of going away with that.
0: So okay. I don't want to get into too much into talking about the entire aspect of the game. We'll just all fo- try to focus this on the first half. We only threw, what, 10 passes, maybe 11 in the first half, counting the, the Boers' throw? 7 uh, or 10. 7 or 10. Uh, absolutely just stuck to running the football, and we looked – Damn good at yeah. We look yeah. so good at that. That that was the. Andre Carter looks
1: back. Elijah yes. Cummings.
0: That might have been the best half of football I've seen out of the Vandals in a, a long time. Uh, I can't Eastern think of Washington 20, 2018, 20, 2018, or 19, 2019. 2019. Yeah. But that was the first time in quite a while that it's I have score thought, <laughs> "Oh my goodness, <laughs> we're going to do something." And ironically, I was actually shouting at the Portland State bench, "Pass, pass, pass!" When Boris went out because I was thinking maybe he wasn't going to throw, and of course he throws so. In front of my pastor in-laws, I then shouted, "Oh shit!" Because I was not expecting the ball to get thrown in the air. Um, that first half made me honestly it makes me sad thinking back on it because there is so much talent on this team. This team can bully. Uh, Portland State did not look good, but, Ooh, but they bullied the bullied a top five yeah, big sky program five. for the first half I for mean, what twenty nine I mean, minutes we, of the first half. We joke top five big sky. We can probably
2: confidently sit here and say they're top seven. Eight big Sky team. We, I mean, and, they, yeah, right. They're not. They're not the bottom tier of team that we might play this year. Still, Portland State's not a terrible team. Yeah, I think the spread was four and a half. Almost, it was four and a
0: half, so, so we covered. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Brian, what are your thoughts on this? We've kind of we've kind of given yeah. ours from in the game. You saw it on TV. What did you see?
3: So first, I got to comment on what Alex said, which is, yeah, Portland State's an OK team. They're probably in that class of Idaho. And hey, Chris, Sac State—they're beating Southern Utah. Last I saw, but uh, no, they're, they're mid-level. Five Portland states, a point. <laughs> uh, Touchdowns, I saw. Portland State's not <laughs> awful, and but Idaho made them look terrible in the mm-hmm. first half. Uh, we were getting pretty like Alexander's getting no time. Our front seven was absolutely making his life miserable. A couple other things to point out to Terez Trainer: five receptions for I think 114 yards. Uh, he Those had some so real, so real good. nice catches. He had the kind of mm-hmm. catches that Tallulah Libu Jones has wet mm-hmm. dreams about. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, so, all right, uh,
1: cut that one up. That's going on the best uh, of. Um,
3: yeah, no, dude. Uh, Trader is absolutely the real deal. He was talked about in – I think he's probably like a top four big sky receiver, and he he looked great. Uh, Elijah Cummings, we talked about, looked great on the background. Borish, also not just big plays. He he looked great running the ball too. I don't know if I've ever seen more complete first half of football out of an Idaho mm-hmm. team since we joined the Big Sky. I know Alex referenced the Eastern game. Um, Eastern was a better team that year than Portland State is this year, so that's a fair comparison. But Idaho looked good in every phase in the first half, and I think we all know where we're going to get to. But I know I was walking away thinking, guys, why the hell was I nervous? We just I mean, I... put it. We just put it all together. This looks like a team that could think about the playoffs.
2: The end of that first half, they'll get get a little weird, right? Like yeah. Portland State scoring on a untimed down after a pretty suspect roughing the passer. Yeah, you know, Cheap, right? yeah. I mean, it was it was a weird drive they had there. If they don't score, I, don't, I think I think that game we Completely different the second half. Yeah. Yep. That game's a lot different. If they don't score there, Brian, like what we saw in the second half, kind of going what we're about to talk about. I don't think happens if that. Last touchdown doesn't doesn't happen,
3: right? Like, yeah. Alex, before we transition to the second half, I need you. I know this is killing our order, but I'm I to be the okay. producer today. I need you to talk about the two worst field goals I've ever seen in my life kicked by the Okay,
1: <laughs> I was in that. That game. was me. That was all me. He was warming up in front of us. I kid you not, it was me, Taylor Cash, and this other guy. This is before Davis Alexander yelled at us, and he was just warming cool. up, but he kept he kept sitting all by himself. And so we just started was, kind of making fun of him. He and so every time he would start like kicking in the net, we'd be like wide right, wide left, and then he, the first one he did. was like the first one was like a nine yard kick that was short and wide. Why do you think it they started like, drop punting the kickoffs, bro? It
2: was it was it was like that was one of the worst kicks I've ever seen from a Division One kicker. It's like like I've seen some weird things happen, but like it almost seemed like the way he took it after was that he like didn't know what happened. Like normally like. If a guy shanks a bad ball, right? They know, like, I was effed up, right? Like, I know what happened. That guy didn't seem like he just didn't know. He just was like, I'm just, I'm just lost, dude. And he was he's, doing so
1: much warming up. Like, literally, I also, I also started, I started chirping
2: at him too. I was sitting like, man, the point was a bench, a couple, like a section over from Chris. And I started chirping at him, um, pretty bad there. After he missed that first one, I was telling him he's a JV guy. Uh, he's got to walk home, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, he should turn his shoulder pads in. Uh, by the uh, way, he, was him. he wasn't good he enough was- to be JV. <laughs> yeah, right, sorry. That's a C team guy. <laughs> 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 to be no, fair to this guy, sure,
0: doing the research for the big damn preview, I'm pretty sure he's their second kicker. Their first oh, kicker. okay. So, so, so he he is no, at least t- a, backup that's a tough kicker. scene. Then, but yeah, still, <laughs> he's not one of the judges. I no wonder he was soon. sitting by himself. He yeah. actually has
2: no friends. I mean, the mean, team. I mean, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it was. I was sitting. I was sitting next to Cade, <laughs> Cade Coffee too. Kate to, was here today, and, and we we're just like, oh my god, like I I have like in all my years. Also, we started talking about the second half. I want to talk about like the weirdest special teams play I've ever seen in my entire life. So. But, yeah, uh, special teams for us, I was pretty happy, but their kicker, wow. Wow. 97, bro. Oof. Think about Thanks it. He, missed, he was 0 for 2. 0 for 2 on field goals, right? Yeah. And all right? missed one by 7. Two, P, P, yep. two PATs were so, I mean, suspects. Shoot, as we see, miss field goals. Killed. You got me there. Yeah. yeah. You got me there. Miss field
1: goals. <laughs> last, last last, time it was us. This time it was hey, them. karma. Like this side of it a little bit
2: better. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and now... Okay, we have to talk about the dumpster fire second half. But before we mm-hmm. give, before we shift there, anyone else have closing points? I want to talk about the first half. And listeners, we're dividing it up because if you missed the game, it was
2: radically different. So yeah. any
3: closing first half points, dudes?
2: I feel. Per- I mean, like I said, like I've seen this a Petrino team multiple times come into a game where and then they're up by up by so much, right? Mm-hmm. And we get in the second half, and it's just like things stall out where I think that doesn't necessarily show the second half doesn't show our team more. I think the first half does like I'm fairly confident that the team we saw in the first half, like is actually who we are. Especially if we played UC Davis, like I'm pretty confident on on talent on this team, the level of talent on this team and what we've seen around the big sky today, we can win some games guys. Like this is going to come down to coaching decisions and just how the ball balances a couple times, but we have the talent to just go kick anyone's ass in the big sky minus maybe Eastern Montana in terms of kicking ass. I think we're, we can compete. Be the top of that top team of that second tier we talk about. Hey, did you guys know when we don't have a
1: special teams air we're undefeated? Who would have thought? Who oh, would have thought it? Oh, weird, right? Special
0: <laughs> teams. I'm telling you, no block kicks. We won the game. No so, block. Brian, let's lead this into the second half. What did you see on TV? Because I think the three of us can talk very well about the dead environment of the Kibby Dome for much of that second half. But what did it look like on TV? I'll give you guys a couple stats. I mean, it, what it felt like
3: was Golden State had the ball essentially the entire. I felt like I had maybe the entire third quarter. I except Idaho touched it, but it absolutely didn't feel like it. Uh, and the stats bear it out. Idaho we, in the third quarter, uh, Boatman. I didn't. I don't think I messaged you. Did you see how many yards we had in the third quarter total? Saw at one point in the fourth quarter minus two. So we I finished saw that in the chat. We finished the third with negative two yards.
1: We did positive solid. yards. We really Boise stated. solid. We we almost cooped it. We almost uh, it was their home. The guy that was sitting next to me was literally going, "Please don't cook it. Please <laughs> don't cook <laughs> it." Like, hey, hey, it. hey, eight miles. Send that that way.
3: <laughs> yeah, WSU won. Uh, anyway, one. third oh, dude, yes. third quarter. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so third. Just to be real quick, guys, third quarter, uh, Portland State. So that's when they start making their run. Um, Seven first downs for Portland State, one first down for Idaho in the third quarter. Uh, Portland State also was starting to march just about every time down the field. Another reference point in the first half, like I said, Idaho was 10 yards a rush, 20 yards per reception. And in the third quarter, Idaho was negative 0.6 yards per rush and one yard per reception. That was a turnaround. Yes. We've talked about this 100 times. Idaho has to have a big lead if they're if we're going to hold on to some of these games. We did eventually we put a, we put a couple touchdowns up in the fourth quarter that did save us because had we not scored those we would have lost this game. Uh, but it took till about halfway into the fourth quarter for Idaho to start getting positive yards. And I guess th- what I saw and I'll throw to Chris after this what I what I w- was feeling watching this was disbelief. I was thinking, oh my god, like. We talked about this on the show. We have to have a lead, but this is, like, a, a dramatic version of this. Of like, we look like world beaters in the first half, and we look like Simon Fraser for, like, part of the second half. This is not possible. How How are we doing this? So that's what was going on in my house. That's what's going on TV, guys. It was complete, dis- like, knowing this was coming, but still disbelief that it, there could be that big a gap between the first half and second half, Chris.
1: Yeah. Second half, I think we just saw, like, classic – the whole team switched into ultra-conservative, we're just going to win this game and milk the clock mode. I mean, in the first half, I mean, we were doing a lot of this regardless, but in the second half, we started giving like 12, 15-yard cushions, it felt like, on some of those wide receivers. And that's why you just keep seeing those quick out routes get a hit by Davis Alexander because all I knew is like by the time our guys realized he's only running five and out, they're 10 yards back. Like, we let Portland State move the ball down the field at will in the second half. Or like you said, and then Idaho just struggled to come out of the locker room and move the ball. Because it's okay if you let them do that, but then you take six minutes running the ball and doing your own set of drives, even if it leads to a field goal or punt. But we just three and out or, you know, five plays and kick it back. And, yeah, Portland State just figured out that our defense was going to play not to lose. And, uh, I mean, I guess we didn't. But, you know, I think most coaches would tell you that's a a odd strategy to employ is yeah. coaching not to lose.
3: Yeah, hey Alex. Just to set, just to set you up, so you guys know. Third quarter, Idaho threw one pass. Mm. Fourth quarter, we did throw six. But that's how, yeah. for the listeners, that's how. If you miss the game, that's how conservative it was. Like this is not an exaggeration. We threw a single pass in the third quarter. Alex.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't read, I think like too much into what happened in the second half. Is because a, like I said, I've been a part of this multiple times, guys. Like, I've been on the road at New Mexico State and South Alabama back to back weeks in 2015. Um, you know, I've, I've seen this happen versus App State in the Dome. I've just, this has happened to me. We've been in Western Michigan. This has happened, right? Like, I don't think it tells you too much about your team. I just think it tells you that, like, it almost – we kicked their ass so much in the first half that it almost becomes, like, such a sense of relief for your guys at halftime, right? Because, like, after the brutal, brutal game last week – where you almost won, it's probably a tough week of practice. Like I probably know exactly how practice was. It was a tough week. So then when you go out there and execute what you've been practicing for and get yelled at for, it's like a sense of relief. It's like a weight off your shoulders. So then all of a sudden you feel like you did it. Right. Yeah. And so half times have notoriously been, been bad for now. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, you know it has never been our, our friend. Um we 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 will do better in games we're closer and just because like you feel like you have to always keep going, right? When you're kicking their ass that bad you're like, all right, like we've done it like you know they're not good we are and so it's just a mentality set and I, I you can blame coaches you can blame players I mean it it's just it's tough to explain like it's a human psyche and I think it has to go more down with like human psyche than it does like talent or coaching you know hey yeah running the ball I can see why we kept running the ball because we were running the ball down their throats we only mm-hmm. threw it it's not like it's not like running the ball throwing the ball one time in the third quarter is that surprising we only threw the ball 10 times in the first half Right, like I don't think it's that surprising. We were running like nine yards a rush, so yeah. so stay to your strengths. Don't don't it'll less chance to fumble and throw a pick. Right, like I get why he did it. You know, it just finally took a while for us to finally recover from it. Um, but I was down there the sideline in the second half, and you know I was just like, oh crap! Like I was like, oh crap! Like I was house with Ed at Hall. We're just like. This really happened again. We're like, this is this cannot happen. We were talking about leaving early to come out of the trailer and start drinking. Like, yes? that's that's what we were talking Not about nine dollars for 12 ounce. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. Night. so <laughs> ran out of 16 ounce. And night. so, uh, oh boy. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you know, punted a few times there in the fourth quarter, right before they scored. We hear Belger on the headset. We were standing like right there. He goes, It's like, let's just run the ball. Like, let, like, we're gonna come out and run the ball. And I think the, the thing was, is when we started running the ball with Borish a lot, it was even though he threw once, to keep him honest, they just started loading the oh, box. Dude, the safety was... Right, He was, they were at one high. Yeah. They were playing one high safety and actually doing the box. Just crashing so that there's a re-guy on Borish, There there's another dude flying off, off the edge to, to make a play. Yeah, they so, were
1: like, fool us once, you're gonna have to do it twice for
0: they us. They started running balls, like Baudry, and it started working, right?
1: Because they had that big and then he run, had that, that run. Run. was sick. So
0: <laughs> I think that means we just spent 20 minutes leading to hashtag let Boris throw. That's the entire story of this game, it sounds
1: like. Yeah. You're going to have to. And ha- or hashtag
0: let Beaudry run.
1: Yeah. right. Boards, or, yeah. Because because it turns we, out we've been because, doing it because wrong. Because Boris have... should
2: throw and Beaudry should run. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris, has to, <laughs> Chris has to acknowledge the headlines.
1: Uh,
2: no. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sad hey, the
1: only reaction hey okay. I know a team that just blew a twenty-eight point lead. So let's wait until the fourth <laughs> quarter, huh? Um, <laughs> Games ended tri-
2: triple zeros. But I mean, like, <laughs> I think once we start to get back out there with with a more set offense, right? Where we might run play action with with Beaudry, and we're going to run a few times. Ro- Roshan Johnson took the lead in the fourth, yep. third and fourth quarter. I uh, started lead running back because A, Andre Carter got hurt. He was in street clothes in the second <laughs> half. Uh, Elijah Cummings was dealing with something. I think we barely saw him in the second half. Um, dude, he to he run took people a pretty a good open. shot. But I mean, like, yeah. What yeah. A stable, yeah. like, what a stable of backs. Like, oh, no. Oh, we're down to Nick we're Romano down. and Roshan Johnson. Who carried <laughs> us all through last season. Darn. Weird. Right. Um, so once we started getting to that, I think it opened up some things more. Um, and then I'll just finish with Therese Trainer is a dude. I was right there when he caught that ball. Just so, just so hyped. Um, that was an insane, insane catch by him to lead him to that touchdown, and, and I was just—that was just a hell. Of a, that guy's a dude. He, he's a—he's a man. Yeah. Um, he's, he's
0: amazing. And then I guess Patric made the right call in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, that's the craziest thing. I had just messaged the entire team and said, yeah. "Holy shit, Paul made the correct yeah. analytical call. What is going right?" right. Wait, I Hold guess up, Dallas. Right. You're, now
3: I know you're going to get there, Dallas. But please, like, so we don't pat him on the back too much. He made the right call after one of the dumbest calls we, any of us have ever seen in football, right? Which
2: call was that? Which, uh, not uh, maybe. Well, so, r- r- that was before. R- r- that was before. That was Going for it on fourth Going for it on fourth. It was fourth right. and seven the 30. at the 30, and I'm sitting there, right? right. I'm on the sideline. I'm talking Unlike to Kate. Of course we kick it last I'm talking week. to Kate. I'm like, like man, I punt the ball here. I'm not kicking a field goal. I'm not. I'm not yeah, because, the, last because also if you course. miss it, right? Even if they don't block it, they get the ball to 37. Yep. I'm yep. like worst case scenario, punt ball at the 20. Right. Exactly. Worst, worst okay. And then right. I, was like, I was like, second thing, he should go for it. And then why not give the ball to your baddest dude on the field? The baddest dude on the field, Logan Kendall. Okay. Love it. My bad. I apologize for
3: filibustering Dallas, but we're gonna mix in great decision, fall back one the dumbest decision we've ever seen in
0: Dallas that's exactly I mean that was the thing I had just messaged you guys I know Chris your phone was dead but you were obviously on the sideline having more fun I was I didn't know how to handle it I, Paul made the right call you're right fourth down you go for it you win that game because what do you do from there you kneel it out and you win don't you just love how we're up
1: seven and, and we so. go for it but then when we're down seven we
0: try to <laughs> kick a field so for anybody <laughs> that's for some reason listening to this and didn't watch the game Paul goes for it on what, fourth and seven? Yeah, gives us a Kendall. We get the first down, it looks like so Gus, half their We're down in what? Inside in the, the ten. And you know, we have false start or something, down to the fifteen yeah. anyway. And so it things look great. Like, okay, they have they ended up having to burn a timeout because of they had, they left uh, their timeout. they were, they had no timeouts with about thirty seconds to go, so what do we do? We score give them to, touchdown, baby. We give it to Borsch <laughs> and try to score the touchdown. And we could have easily kneeled the ball out, completely just <laughs> ended it That's right there. Fun. That's not fun though. What <laughs> it, it, it feels like we can't go a game without talking about a baffling decision by by Paul Petrino. But that was maybe the worst one. Okay, that, that maybe is that was the worst one. That's a lot I've ever seen. There's been a bunch, but to me that that was. I mean, I, w- I will say he probably wanted to kneel it right, but I, I will say
2: like all the guys on this field on the field, I was I was right there, was like t- ten yards from the huddle, were saying. Let's effing score! Like they—they, they, I think they want—they wanted to—they really wanted to score, right? After the way that second half went, they were like, "Let's go score!" So I mean, a sometimes like that's why you have a head coach. So you don't listen to your players exactly. who are emotional, right? But I also feel like. Worst case scenario, you think about it, okay, fumble, they get the ball, the three, they have, you know. We almost saw worst case scenario. Yes, I mean <laughs> the hail mary opportunity. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like left. I still like. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hail mary. We're talking like two percent chance, right? The like, ball's
0: in the in the wrong end zone. Yeah, it's, it's not.
2: It's not. It's not great. But like I like I get why he did it. If all your guys are asking for it. You feel like you had a crappy second half. If you score a touchdown right there, you feel better about yourself. The good news is that field goal kicker probably would have missed the PAT. PA yeah, yeah, that exactly. So.
1: that's actually how that game. <laughs> we, to we we're friends, so <laughs> so we're pretty friends, right. Hey, Supreme yeah.
3: Court adjudi- Hey, Supreme Court adjudication here. Paul does not have an over five hundred record. He does not have the ability to not take wins right when he can grab them. It was a dumb call to not take a knee. It was a dumb call to listen to people who are not him. By the way, it's his paycheck, potato not their potato. paycheck. <laughs> that that and of course, Portland State had a for them a pretty damn effective drive. They got a shot. I'd like, they had a hail Mary shot, but it made it to the end zone. It was, you know, it was, but it was a low probability play kind of like Montana Eastern last week, but Paul making a dumb decision gave East, gave Portland state a chance to win the game. And he, he didn't have to give them a chance to have the ball back. So I have that's, a, that's the okay. adjudication there.
1: Can we talk about the, that drop kick, Ball oh, start oh. on the kicker. I want to talk Illegal about Illegal kick and kick out of bounds that gave us the ball on the 40. F- I, I've never seen that in my life. How did, special teams, actually. So, how does all that stuff
2: compound? Okay. So, it's, it's it all it all started on the play before when they kicked their PAT. For once they kicked their PAT, they got a. Unsportsmanlike. Uh, Unsportsmanlike conduct. Okay. So, normally in NCAA and NFL, you kick off from the 35. Idaho chose to enforce that on the kickoff, moving them back to the 20 to kick off. Okay. Not everyone realizes this, but when you kick off, you actually have the chance to either punt out of hand or kick off off a tee. You can choose any time to actually yeah. punt out of hand. No one does usually. Because you can't, get as much right? Right. So. But it's yeah. more hang time. Yeah. Um, so Portland State says we're going to punt out of hand. Punts the ball, goes out of bounds. Ball at the thirty-five. Right. But well, also well, well. Well, what I realized is when I was sa- I was standing right there, and I look, I'm like, they kick from the twenty-five. It was supposed to be a 15 yard penalty from the thirty-five. They're supposed to kick from the twenty. They kicked five yards in front of the line of scrimmage, so they had an illegal kick and a and a false start because they were offsides. It was the weirdest I've ever seen. They were past the line of scrimmage, right? Yeah, because originally they had us like on our 45 There's not. They can't be past the line of scrimmage when the ball's kicked. Yeah, they were all past that. Plus, the kicker kicked the ball where he shouldn't kick from, so there's a legal kick. So it compounded. We get the ball to thirty-five from the illegal kick out of bounds, plus the fifteen-yard penalty, plus the five yards for right outside. I've okay. never seen that in my life. So I remember it they were like the, the weirdest thing I've ever seen. They were setting up on like the R45. And then like
1: they go, oh, and the ball will be on the 50. And then they're backing everybody up. And then they put the it 50. on the other 45. I'm, not and I'm sure, like, sure. Wait,
2: how, we literally getting the ball in enemy territory. They kicked off they, because they chose to kick with their punter and not a kickoff guy. I don't think you realize what yard line he was at. He kicked off from the 25 when he should kick off from the 20. And honestly, maybe. Might have cost him the game because yeah. we got the That's ball. That's got the touchdown, right? yeah. yeah. was it that we got No, we just we just iced the game after that. That was we, that was, well, we, that, was, the, that, was the, the that was the fumble at yeah. The end. yeah. But I mean I we, guess, we, yeah. we took 4 minutes off the clock to go for, to go 45 yards. I mean, we it's, it's, it's less game. it's less plays we have to run to get down to the goal line, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean like it was just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like and I love wow. weird special team stuff. So, That's when football and, gets so, fun.
3: And if that was Idaho, we would be screaming about Paul. So we're all fine saying like, "Hey, Bruce Barnum way to college team again there."
1: I did right, ask exactly. some Portland State fans, I was like, hey, uh, yeah, there's Portland dude, State fans? There was. Oh, there was weird. a couple. I was like, Do you I mean, use, sure does it was Barnum does Barnum pick up your tab on the road too? They're like, No, unfortunately not. It's <laughs>
2: like <laughs> but yeah, I mean
0: that's not that special teams coordinator getting his head chopped off on that after <laughs> that, right? That's yeah, that's, that's, a tough that's seed. compounding interest. So we've <laughs> talked about like every major piece of this game. I want to kind of get an idea of where everybody's head is. Because obviously first half of the game was incredible, second half not so much ended. On the most baffling decision most of us have ever seen, I think we can all agree that Portland State didn't try to win this game. Their Barney Ball is not working. There were a lot of really bad decisions across many points of that. Uh, let's start with, with with I guess producer Brian, and then we'll just we'll go around the table. I guess Brian, what is your feeling of of this game now that it's all said and done?
3: Look, look Paul's time here has been chaos in a lot of ways, and we got to see that of first half we look great, second half. I know like Boatman, like Boatman's take here is he's, he's okay saying, hey, like set first half he's more who we are. I'm fine saying both halves are who we are. We are the most talented mid-tier team who has, we have the most, we have the biggest range between potential performance of we can look great and God, we can look awful. Uh, as good as our defense looked in the first half, Portland State walked over us in the second half. They had a final stat line, guys, was pretty dang close to Eastern Washington. Portland State finishes with 588 yards, 34 first downs to our 17. We still won the game because we looked great, but I know I left this game thinking I know what it looks like when everything comes together, and now I also know what it looks like when – a few of our weaknesses can be exacerbated, like our secondary. I think the jury is in. Our secondary, it, we might be better than last year, but we're not good. I'm not going to call our secondary We're
2: we're banged, we're banged up, too. I, I, I kinda, we're missing some guys who have played some significant time in secondary. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think we're better than last year. We're not great, but we're serviceable.
3: No, I mean, we made Davis Alexander look terrible in the first half, and we made He's his really look tough. Ball. Oh, geez. Thanks for us God. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I, I, we can go long on Davis Alexander being overrated if we want to. But we made him look great in the second half. Mm-hmm. So what was my thousand-yard take is this is why Idaho's not going to make the jump above that like kind of mid-tier playoff spoiler is we're not stable enough. We're going to get out-coached in the second half. Mercifully, this was not Eastern that we pulled ahead against early, or this was not Montana who we got who we pulled ahead against early and then had this kind of second half. We played the kind of team we need to to for this to stay a win. But um at least we're getting we're having competitive games, guys. we I'm I'm fine writing off Paul at this point, just accepting we're gonna get out coached and have it be annoying. But uh so I'm frustrated about the second half, but there's some there's some really good stuff we saw too. So I don't know. I'm fine saying Idaho's firmly in the mid-tier right now.
1: I saw a tubs from the boat. That's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, my 1,000-mile view of the game, it doesn't really change much opinion because, like you said, like, first half, cool. I was like, oh, maybe we are wrong. Maybe we might be a Montana, Montana State East from one of them. Still think we might, but, like, we're exactly where I thought we were. I think we all predicted this game to be somewhat close. I think Mm -hmm. I had it as a one-point, so I was wrong. But – I thought this game was going to be something ugly like this. I didn't expect ugly being like, I thought we'd have just terrible offense and slug out a barely 40, you know, one point win 21, 20, I think, but you yeah. know, 42, 35, not kneeling it on the, the three yard line with oh, no timeouts electric. Left. electric. Uh, the team team is exactly where I thought they were. We have probably some of the top five talent, if not top three talent in the big sky, it's putting it together, and if we do that, you know this this team should be a playoff team. But mm-hmm. I think the way it's ran, we're not.
2: And also, I think our schedule set up. Yeah, yeah and kind it you we'll we'll prohibit, prohibit to prohibit that to happen, next. right? Oh, South <laughs> southern Utah coming back seventeen to seven, Chris. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> triple zeros. You're uh, the whack. Uh, the whack. Um, the whack birds. Yeah, I think this is it. Like. After my kind of my take is I I do think we actually have a this is the most talented team I think I've seen Idaho have top to bottom since we've been back in the Big Sky, right? Um I don't think we're bad anywhere, right? Like even even Beaudry had a decent game today. Yeah. Like I mean, that's back-to-back good games. So that's back-to-back good games. I think he knows his role. He's doing it really, really well. Um I saw CJ on the sideline this sling today. Um, you know, but I think this is just showing you kind of exactly I think we are a really talented team. Our talent is going to prove that we're better than teams like Southern Utah, NAU, hopefully Idaho State. Not sure what happened there today. We'll maybe talk about you that maybe this. Tuesday. 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 Um, but, like, I think our talent will over – will outshine and, you know, kind of damper down some weird stuff that happens sometimes. I just think we're better, better than teams, and we're also going to play teams that are better than us. But, again, yeah, I, I do agree with Chris. I think we might grab a game that we probably – some people say we shouldn't. Um, Like, I don't know what this Montana team is going to be. I'm not saying Kane Humphrey is great, but they didn't look great versus Dixie State today, which we all know Portland State is massively better than Dixie State. Like, we handle Portland State much more longer than Montana Hill-Dixie State, right? Uh, So, yeah, I think this Idaho team, like, we can – we're on the right track. That's a good way to see I'm happy to see the guys bounce back after a really tough game on the road at at the the time a top 10 team um, and go out and play fiery football. Now let's see – what happens the next two weeks? Because oh boy, this is when it gets
0: fun. Oh boy. Yep. I, I mean, I'm going to go four for four here with saying that the talent on this team is is incredible. There's there are some weak spots. The offensive line obviously has a little bit of growth they could make. Uh, mm-hmm. The secondary, even I think at full health, is still not phenomenal. There's air, definitely area for improvement. Uh, but this team has the talent to compete with absolutely anybody. And I know that I'm the negative guy, and I'm the uh, the broken record that's always talking about the coaching, but it, it does feel like this is a team that is It's so wide in what we could be There are days yeah. that we could we could beat right. Montana here get the little Brownstein back and feel great about ourselves Then we could lose to NAU the next week, right? And it just it, all it's there's such a wide range of, of outcomes there that it's it's tough to feel great about it but it is it, I mean the, the the talent on this team is absolutely yeah. where it needs to be. And that that's the positive takeaway from this is the the kids on this team are good. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, really quick, I can tell you guys what happened. To Idaho State UC Davis. UC Davis through three picks, Idaho State through zero. Hunter Rodriguez looked bad against Idaho State. Mm-hmm. Idaho State just outplayed Davis. That was it.
2: Free. Post concussion, Rodriguez. Maybe, maybe a Rodriguez. little. Maybe they should have roll, rolled with
0: a. Tom, Tomp- hashtag let Tompkins throw. Bro. Yeah, yeah. they it. let Tompkins. They let Tompkins play like Oh, hashtag, oh. Don't hashtag don't let
1: throw. Him. Him. Hey Brian, why don't you like quit ruining our takes? Okay, <laughs> 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 just let us make blind takes. <laughs> off of Let lines. us look uneducated. Oh okay?
3: <laughs> no, no, dude, <laughs> I lied. Uh, Hastings threw pick, not Tompkins. Oh uh, no, so no let Tompkins throw. If they
2: play, if they play Tompkins, maybe they just win that game. So hey, Dan Hawkins, we fixed it. Dan Hawkins <laughs> Uh
1: hey, yellow pants came
2: in. I, I, heard, I had, Jersey. I had heard they were coming in for a while. Oh um, uh, yeah, for homecoming. Um we might see a, 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 a we might see a surprise on oh. the helmet next Ooh, home game. Oh, I didn't hear about that. i literally thought Joe was on the
1: helmet and I found
2: out. heard the he night. could be for this game. Um we'll see in the future, but But Paul hates cartoons. He does. He does hate cartoons. But yeah, I, people. <laughs> some people are dogging gold pants. I'm like, I thought they looked. I thought they looked good. I mean, like the yellow doesn't quite match the helmet. We going to start calling it gold. We going to start calling it gold. Like we just have to own
0: it. It's as pride gold. gold. It's, it's gold. Pride gold. I mean, yellow. It's <laughs> yellow. It is yellow. <laughs> it's 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 a version of gold. Uh,
2: but I mean, yeah, I thought I thought it looked <laughs> all right. Um, I thought it looks better than black pants. The black pants look. Yeah, the black, the black pants. Black pants look look with those white stripes. Yeah. Hold I want to hard. see. I want to see gold, black, white. I think that would look fine.
0: But anyway, I can go. Anyway. We're on red.
2: Right. I think we will probably see gold, white, gold next weekend. An Idaho classic. Nice. That is my guess. I like it. Makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. Eastern on the red. It's gonna pop. Oh, yeah, give us those yellow. It's gonna pop.
1: Ketchup and mustard.
2: Yum.
0: Oh yeah. I did eat a free hot dog today. All right, right I think we're trailing out. <laughs> Do you have any last takes from the uh, from office hours.
3: Yeah, well, actually, one last topic for us to spin around real quick. I want to want to throw for listeners, since we had some people ask for game stats, I want to run through some game stats really quick and just have you guys react to the game stat, whatever pops for you, okay? We're going to run through real quick. Uh, this is for listeners, specifically listener Jack Schneider saying, hey, what were the I final know. yard stats? Well, guess what? We know how to read, so here they are. Uh, first downs, Idaho finishes with 17 first downs Portland State's 34 Idaho, 236 yards on the ground, at 6.1 yards per carry. Portland State, 164 yards rushing, 4.3 yards per carry. Uh, Idaho finishes with 208 passing yards on 11 of 16. That would be uh, 10 to 15 for Bowtree, 1 of 1 for Borish. Portland State, 424 pass yards on 30 going on Davis Alexander going 32 of 49 Jesus. and oh, cool. like a big Ben line. Uh, a wild one too. Time of possession, Portland State. Uh, 34 minutes to Idaho's, mm-hmm. 26 minutes, quick reaction, just starting with Chris, roll through everyone
1: else. you hear those game stats? What do you think? Surprise time of possession wasn't more lopsided.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I said that wide receiver for that, Bo Kelly, 81. I kind of hinted at it. I think I don't know if it was on here or if it was on the power rankings. Yeah, he's legit. Uh, mm-hmm. He's probably, out of all those passing yards and receptions, at least half. But, yeah, we'll give him 15 yards and no support over the top.
3: Um, <laughs> he was uh, Bo Kelly, number two receiver for Portland State, seven receptions, 119 yards. going to butcher the number one receiver name, Mateo Talimoto, 12 right. receptions, 196
2: I mean, yards. Talimoto. Um, did anyone watch the Steelers-Browns game in the playoffs no. last year? No, playoffs oh. last year, right? Uh, probably. That's right? Remember ago. what happened there? Browns came out, murdered yes, them. Yes, Steelers yes. Claw- clawed back. It big Ben have thrown for like 500 yards and like out of 60 passes. That was today's game. Like, I mean, we came out, killed them. They ended up having – we had the big plays at first. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, hashtag – I'll talk about West Virginia in a second. I got to see Geno Smith in the in the flesh <laughs> next Sunday night. State Steelers, Seahawks, I'll be there. Ooh. What a dream. Uh-huh. But, you know, I mean, the stats to me show – Beaudry went 10 to 15. That's hitting his percentage. That's what I want to talk. I talk about that a lot, right? If we want to see this team win games, we need to have Beaudry keep keeping out 65% of his passes. He looked efficient. That's great. Didn't look, I, saw, I think I saw like one, maybe questionable throw. I was Like, why'd you throw there? We saw some good back shoulders to Trez trainer. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't really awesome. challenged a lot over the middle of the field, but he has some great time as receivers on, yeah. on hitches. The ball was out before they broke. I like that. Um, you know, they just had the ball a lot, and they just had to throw. They just had to throw the ball, like they just had to. They just had to run and throw in the second half. Like, I our, have a
1: tough guy at quarterback.
2: Our, our big plays, our big plays, just like outshadowed them. Um, but yeah, I, I, the box scores sometimes
0: are are funny to look at. At the end of the day, yeah, I mean, honestly, if you look at those it's raw yardage right. numbers, I if I had never seen this game and hadn't seen a score, just saw the, the yardage, I would have thought Idaho got pantsed. Right, like yeah. that's that's not good, and obviously the context matters. Of it was thirty-five mm. to seven at one point, and there's just—I oh, love man. it. Look at that. Oh, That's. I wish you would have played us last week. Hey, is, <laughs> has
1: anyone checked on Hot Technique? Make sure he's okay. I guess the people that are listening to this are gonna be so confused. We keep getting updates on scores and stats on the screen for our listeners. Uh, yeah, listeners, so, I'm the shittiest producer remember, in the
3: world, so I keep giving him like UC Davis, Southern Utah updates. We just we just annihilated I what was I was w- I wish Dallas was saying. Dallas, back to
2: That's <laughs>
0: fine. Um, I was just essentially saying that the 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 stats look very weird mm-hmm. for this game. It does look like Portland State crushed this team and realistically it's just it's it It's not empty stats because the, they obviously crawled back and had a Hail Mary attempt to tie the game or even win it if they went for two Rob Akey style, but It's it, it's it's almost a game You can't really take anything from the stats because it was just a, it was such yeah, a weird game. It's, weird, yeah, it's yeah. 35 to 7 at one point that they're obviously they have to throw themselves back into it and they also, like gifted us a, they also gifted us a ball at the
2: 45-yard line on the weirdest special teams yeah. kickoff of all time, right? Yeah. Like, you got to think about it. that's That alone is like 30, 40 yards of offense the things gave us. It doesn't show the stat line. All you, for listeners
1: that didn't watch the game, all you need to know, wildest special teams game of all time and never take a knee on the five when you're winning. And hashtag blood boards for over.
3: Yeah, my, my takeaway is two things is – one part of why our stats were dramatic is actually at the UC Davis game too. In the spring, Idaho was terrible at breaking big plays. We've been pretty good about breaking some big plays this season, which is one of the things Paul told me in media days, like that actually matters for Idaho to be better this year. Is to have is we need to not just have all of our scoring drives be steady down the field. We have to be a team a team like Eastern who sometimes can break a big play. A lot of our big plays have been runs, but Terez Trainer broke a pretty long pass. Uh, ditto well, we the did the pass from? By the way, that was a gorgeous catch. That was a pretty yeah. low pass that he snagged. A lot of zips on that that. that. that was a fent. Yeah, that yeah. that was the play where I was like, "Good God, this guy is good." Thank. You. And he's on our team. This this is cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we <laughs> we are breaking big plays. So that that's a positive thing. For that is a, a step I don't need to take. It looks like we're taking it. I'm not writing off Davis Alexander putting 420 yards on us. Uh, we've said forever that the secondary was suspect, and yeah, the rhythm of the game gave him more passes, but. Um, he didn't, we gave him fits in the first half, getting to him with pressure and that pressure didn't, didn't get there in the second half, but that's Idaho right now. We're not steady, uh, buckle in for the ride guys. Uh, we can look as good as any team in the league. We can also look pretty rough, but today worked out. Today's a good day to be a Vandal. Yep.
2: Today's
3: a great day to be a Vandal.
0: Happy
1: homecoming. Hey,
0: we won. we won. Nothing like winning on homecoming. Yeah, the most important
2: thing, the
1: stat line,
0: We won that W. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more.
1: That's it. Cool. Is that it? Are we good? I think that's it. That's it.
2: Ryan, we miss you. Go Vandals. Hey. Go Vandals. Life in the Boatman trailer. Tailgate. Go, Vandals. Go Vandals. Go Vandals. A trailer Sorry. that they own, guys.
3: Do not get it wrong. They own. They do not rent. I apologize for that. I'm going
2: to go have my second uh, Bowman burger of the day. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah, review. I forgot.
1: Uh, Bowman burgers are worth the hype. They are absolutely amazing. I recommend having them at 9 instead of, like, noon. (laughs) My day would have been a lot smoother had I got that in my belly sooner.
0: (laughs) All (laughs) righty. Perfect.
3: Go Vandals. Go Vandals. Go, Vandals. Go, uh, go Sac State, just so that I can get to five and one this week. Go Vandals. <laughs> Here's the beer song, dudes.
1: So raise your glass and have a drink with me. Here's to the Vandals and the crowd. All just out there living the dream. Part of one and only Moscow
0: drinking
2: tea.